0: Darren, we'd better turn around. Why? Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly.
1: We are the things that were and shall be again. What was that film you were watching?
0: Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Part two. Oh, Lord. But the front, time, bitch!
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouth Mills, and today's guest is the one and only TJ Rodolico the band's Koyo and Reign of Salvation. Now, if you haven't checked it out already, Koyo just dropped a brand new single titled You're on the List from their upcoming record, Would You Miss It?, dropping this September from Pure Noise Records. It's streaming anywhere you stream music, and it's also got a brand new music video over on YouTube that you can check out. Also, on June 19th, I'll be hosting Horror Movie Trivia at Seven Sounds Brewing Company in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. So if you're in the area, come out and test your knowledge. For all updates on that, as well as the podcast, make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so the free way by just sharing it around or rating and subscribing wherever you're listening. Or you could also sign up for the Patreon. It's only $2 a month. The link for that is in the description. You'll get some stickers in the mail, a shout-out on a future episode. And starting in June, I'll be doing one bonus episode a month. That's a live commentary track for either a movie, some horror shorts, horror episodes or something, and stuff like that. So with all that being said, thanks again for listening, and let's get into this week's episode. So pretty much, uh, you know, just before we dive into the horror movies, I do like to ask a little bit about the music side of things. I saw you guys will be on tour for quite a bit, you know, starting with the tour No Pressure and then going overseas with Fleshwater and stuff before... I think you're uh I think then after that you guys are hitting a few dates with Bayside. Do you guys usually like work on a new record or anything while you're on you're on tour? Do you guys kinda like just uh enjoy the road and you know, uh enjoy the time, you know, playing all these shows and stuff?
0: No, we, we're not run right on the road. We actually just finished up uh an LP. Like we got the master, you know, I don't oh, yeah. know. I think we got the master like a couple days ago. You know, we've been like showing friends and stuff like that. Um, you know, just gathering some uh, some recon, if you will. Yeah. And, like what people like then like you're always curious you know what people think and yeah. so far you know everything's been friend approved which is dope oh yeah but, do the
1: old car speaker tests where you go out and sit in the car yeah the yeah
0: <laughs> dude we do the phone test you do the headphone test you do the car test yeah. i feel like the car test is the ultimate that's like
1: that's the one car test gotta be the one yeah it's like the best group one at least you know
0: i was, I was gonna say as far as um like when we're away, we're, we're pretty much at the point where, we, you know, we get in the van, we're throwing the headphones on, you know, someone's knocking out, whatever, someone's watching a movie, yep. but, um, you know, we don't want to have to think about writing music for a while after just uh doing the LP. Hell
1: yeah. No, that's awesome to hear that you guys just finished up, you know. Uh, do you guys have like a release, you know, like area yet? And I'm sure you can't say like an exact release date if you do, but.
0: I think so. I think we have the actual date. When's this episode coming out?
1: Uh, this uh, episode won't come out till I think actually the last one of June because I already announced it, but it's like uh, like the third or fourth Tuesday in June. So it's oh. like, like a month okay. from now. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: If this comes out in June, I can definitely probably give you some details then. In in that case, the tentative date is September 29th and the record oh. is 11 songs and uh, it's called Would You Miss It?
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm super stoked for that.
0: Eleven brand new songs. No uh Ten Digits isn't on there, Straight North isn't on there, Call It Off isn't on there, they're completely just new songs.
1: Hell yeah. No, and that was a good little uh that was like the EP of songs that y'all put out last year, right? If I'm not mistaken. So Those three.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny because like we consider the board as like singles, I guess, like their yeah. own thing. But um, yeah, that was just um in the interim of like in between drives out East and the LP. Cause just cause we were doing so much touring like we, you know, we played like 150 shows last year or whatever. And yeah. so like, we were just like, beat, but we wanted, you know, to at least tour on some new music.
1: Fuck yeah. No. And you guys aren't slowing down this year. Like I said, you know, you've got, you're really, uh, flowing through it pretty much. jumping that tour with no pressure. What in may, and then go right to the UK after that. So,
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, straight up. This is the longest that we've been home. Like, um, you know, I think like I've been home for like a month now. Yeah. And you know, it's the tour's in about a month or whatever. So it's it's been nice to be home, but you know, I feel a little antsy. I want to get back out there. But um yeah, it's like we're gone for a few weeks and then we're home for I don't know, like maybe a few weeks and then go back to Europe and uh yeah. you know, we're just completely running the whole uh you know, we're just running and gunning
1: yeah no and shout out to uh, i saw you guys were also on this is hardcore which is awesome so
0: yeah straight up yeah playing with gb Artie, which we just played with Artie last week those shows were like some of the most special shows not only to, to like us playing one of them was amazing yeah. but just being there was was super special
1: yeah no that fucking that whole lineup is uh crazy but especially that day you know it's really oh crazy. yeah by far by far my
0: favorite day i'm like so thankful. Yeah, to uh, to not only be playing but specifically playing that day for sure.
1: Hell yeah! And uh, of course, you do play. in... uh, well, you know, you did some music with uh, Reign of Salvation. Do you, are you guys got anything coming up that you, in the works? Or are you kind of uh just busy with the Koyo stuff at the moment? I,
0: I I wish honestly, me and Sal want to get around to doing new Rain stuff eventually. There's a joke that uh, you know, there's an LP, and like I had like an LP kind of softly laid out and written. kind of like honestly before even a lot of uh, Koyo stuff. But yeah, the, the Koyo schedule is just so crazy and busy that, um, I don't know, we'll get around to it eventually. That and um, uh, Zach, who plays Pain of Truth, also plays in Rain. So, you know, we're busy with Koyo. Yeah. He has uh, Pain of Truth. And then um, our vocalist, James, is actually getting married. He has a good job. You know, He's just living life, doing his thing. But, uh, you know, I think we'll get around to it eventually. We haven't played a show in like over a year now, like Like, the last time we played was the last, not this past LDB, but the one before that.
1: No, that, I know exactly what you mean. It's definitely, uh, Pain of Truth is on a lot of shit, too. Like you said, they just came back from a run with Madball, and they seem to be on every, almost every fest along with you guys. So it's like, I could see where it'd be hard to, for you guys to link up. Or, you know, if you did do something, it'd be like a one-off at a fest or something, more likely than, like, actual tour or anything, I'm sure. but We always talk about it, and, like, there's
0: always, you know, he said, she said stuff. Yeah, but... We would love to do like an actual tour, you know, just, it'd just be like the Hobies.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Hopefully one day. I'm
1: sure I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. No, just taking your time with it. Instead of trying to force it in somewhere and, you know, then it falling apart when it's, you know, because of other stuff, but oh yeah. Any other stuff you want to promote or uh, anything before we move into the horror movie talk? No, I think that, you know, that pretty much is uh,
0: everything that's going on. That's oh. uh, we're, we're shooting a music video tomorrow, but you know, people will, uh People will see it when it comes out. It's for uh, one of the singles.
1: Hell yeah! But but um, yeah, no, that's really that's all we really got going on. Yeah, no, definitely keeping out for all that stuff, and I'm uh, super excited for the new record for sure myself. So. Thank you, thank you. But oh yeah, so uh, to dive into the horror movies, uh, my first question I like to ask all my guests is, do you what was your relationship with them growing up, and did it change at all as you got older and became an adult?
0: Okay, so I want to say I want to say the first horror movie. I think I saw was maybe, I want to say it was when I was like super super little. I want to say maybe I was it was with my grandma. I want to say maybe when a stranger calls was maybe the first one or maybe oh, yeah. Silver Bullet. I feel like was in there. I can tell you the scene that changed everything for me. Yeah, the, uh, the scene in Pet Cemetery 2, where he takes the motorcycle tire oh, yeah. and puts it to his face. That that left a lasting impact. That's where I was like, all right, I'm in. But um, pretty much, you know, I just naturally felt attracted to it for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know what it, I don't know what it was. You know, you just I think I like the the thrill and something that can hold my attention. But I want to say around, I want to say more so around like middle school and then high school. I was like full send. Like I need to watch everything I can, and like I need to watch like the most fucked up shit possible like, i need to see like you know i i need to see like what they could put in oh
1: yeah no i know exactly what you mean uh that was the same for me because middle school was about the time like uh maybe yeah it was about middle school when like saul was coming out and stuff so uh like uh saul hostel like uh, house of a thousand corpses like it was oh getting- my
0: god hostel dude hostels i totally forgot about that my dad rented hostel like <laughs> right after right after it came out and hostels what like that was that like oh Five or six or something like that.
1: I think it actually might be a four. Yeah, it's like right in that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So like, I was in like elementary school, and I don't know how I saw it, but I think I like saw either like my dad, if I remember correctly, like my dad was watching it. I was like kind of, kind of watching it, and like, dude, hostile. That is a that's one that leaves a lasting impression.
1: Fuck yeah. No, I actually think you uh, Now I'm thinking about it. I think you were right. I think it is 05 because for some reason I want to say that was 05 and the sequel is 07. Those two years are like clicking for me. But no, that uh, those movies like I know that that's like the torture porn era or whatever. But I think that those kind of like prep like, uh, you know, because if you're in middle school, you don't really want to watch something from the 70s and shit like that. You know, I mean, of course, if somebody shows it to you, you will. But uh for the most part somebody's like oh watch this crazy movie from the 70s you're not going to do it but i think watching this like depraved shit like that then you go back and watch stuff like texas chainsaw massacre the original i think you can see that appreciation you know like or where you know the inspiration stuff you know some people see you know obviously see texas chainsaw massacre first but i'm just saying like uh you know like for me i honestly saw a lot of like newer torture porn shit before going back and seeing the classics just because of you know like watching what was new instead of trying to dive back you know just because of who was around me so uh, no, it's uh, I agree. And then like seeing some of the, like you mentioned when it was a perfect gateway, uh, uh, silver bullet. You know that one doesn't really have too much in it except for like some slight you know jump scare moments with the actual like werewolf itself. You know it gets a little gory when he like eats some people and stuff. But no, that's a good like one. that uh, Definitely like I could see being a gateway drug for like you know into horror. You know watch it's that like and then elementary
0: school. So it's just like I was just like super super young that yeah. and like i think like i think it's like the typical like middle school boy tendency or you know early high school tendency to be like i need to see the most fucked up thing ever just like some true like teenage boy shit
1: <laughs> yeah plus both of those movies that you mentioned that in pest cemetery 2 have like really cool like male or young male leads or at least you know until fucking edward furlong goes off his rocker at the, towards the end of festival yeah too, but and so it's kind of like, or at least relatable, you know, boy leads because you kind of relate to the other boy with like the shitty stepdad and stuff. So, but no, hell yeah. So you mentioned a few, you know, that like you know shaped you growing up and stuff. And some, you know, we talked about some of the ones that you know I brought up with stuff like Hostel and all that. Do you have any favorites of all time? And you know, you can say you know like if you have a favorite, of course. But if you want to throw out a few, the you know that sit up there as like you know some backup favorites, you know, just because there's so many horror movies. You know, I hate that I always ask person to shout out just one, you know. So
0: no, dude, I have like a whole like laundry lists and I feel like I have like <laughs> subsections of like everything that I love. But like I feel like some of them, I feel like some of them are just so like kind of like generic, but some of them, you know, are a little more like deep cut or whatever. But like I yeah. love like, you know, like like Halloween, Audition, Scream, uh, Maniac, like the like the 1981, yeah. uh, High Tension, Thirty Days a Night, Evil Dead Reanimator, uh the like the OG Black Christmas okay uh train busan uh and i I don't know if i I wouldn't necessarily say they're just like a horror movie but like i also love stuff that's like you know it kind of borders like on like sort of like i guess like a thriller or whatever something like i saw the devil yeah the movie's fucking excellent but i have like a lot of i have a lot of guilty pleasures also i won't lie i like i
1: like some shit that sucks same here uh what's some of uh yours that are what you would mention that were are guilty pleasures
0: I love like the final destination movies oh dude, I don't same. Know, <laughs> yeah I don't know what it is like I love like like final destination uh like the saw franchise uh house of wax 2006 for some reason I don't know why I yeah. just, I love it for some reason and like urban legend or like some of like the older stuff too like like chopping mall yeah, like oh, yeah. Taurus trap or something like it's like these aren't like objectively like great movies but like you don't have to you can enjoy something that's just fun and entertaining
1: yeah no, it I doesn't def- have
0: to be the greatest thing in the world if you enjoy it you know you enjoy it that's just plain and simple
1: yeah no i agree 100 chopping Mall is like the epitome of just like a fun film you know what i mean it's not even really scary at any moment you know because who's gonna be scared of that shit it's not you know they're not no. gonna that,
0: sure. <laughs> funny enough i uh me and uh me, me, and Zach actually. I, I actually used to go over to his apartment every week, and me and him would watch a movie, oh, yeah. like every every single week. Like we would watch like a horror movie for like, I don't know. I want to say like a year and a half. There was like an unbroken streak of me going over there every single week, and like, you know, we would also play like games too. Like we would, we played like one of the Resident Evils, like the co op one, and stuff like that. But um, I I
1: specifically remember watching Chopping Mall with him no that's uh one that's just it's especially fun to watch with somebody because there's so much shit to just point out and like laugh at and stuff because you know like there's so many one-liners and then there's just so much like uh they're like but the practical effects are good so it kind of keeps it from being yeah, like, too yeah. stupid you know what i mean or like being bad it's like it's like that's what teeters it on the edge of like good bad you know what i mean so and of the acting it's... isn't like like unbearable <laughs> it's just like there's, oh, there's like
0: not... dope bad and then there's bad bad. That's... yeah and I love Dope Bad, but like for chopping Ball, especially like we were definitely hitting the rewind a few times, you know, soaking yeah. in a few of those moments, if you will. No, hell yeah, I
1: don't blame you at all, for sure. And some of mine uh, that I would throw out, you know, that kind of in the same realm are like, you know, the 13 Ghost remake was one that I know a lot oh, yeah, of people yeah, yeah. hate on. And I really uh, I like all the Paranormal Activity movies. I don't think there's one that I don't at least enjoy watching, like maybe four might be a bad one. But as I feel the same way with like almost every franchise, there's at least one that I probably don't like, but uh, no, so I'm with you. There's a lot of stuff that uh, Jason X. I fucking love Jason X. I know Dude, people forget on that I, shit. I love
0: like like Freddy versus Jason. Like yeah. that shit's dope. I like it's
1: it's like you know it's it's just it's just fun. Like it's just it's just fun and entertaining. No, definitely for sure. But and then some of the favorites that you mentioned, uh, I gotta agree. Like, I'd say both Audition and Train to Busan are two films that I thought about. Like, when I was thinking about, uh, cause I have like my top five locked in, of course, like of what my top five favorites are. But uh, like one day I was trying to think about what would like, uh, cap off the top 10. And those two definitely came up as like definitely being in my top 10. I think they're just, uh, Audition came out in 1999. I didn't see it until maybe like 2010 or so. And it's like still held up, you know, after all that time. And it's, uh, an instant classic. And then, of course, um, Fucking train to busan is like to come along after zombies have been beaten to death and film video games everything oh yeah up, yeah and then just like have something that like literally that movie i'm not gonna even i'm not even ashamed to say it. it makes me cry at the end it's it's, it's like so Dude, good it's they, like they they
0: pull on all your heartstrings straight they want to make you feel every single emotion you've ever felt yes yeah, so i think, good, I, think I think train to busan and 28 days later are like the only virus zombie movie that i I genuinely
1: enjoy yeah, I even like twenty eight weeks a little bit myself.
0: I like okay, so I love, I love the very first opening scene of twenty eight weeks later, and like yeah. generally, generally, it's cool with me. Like I know, I think it gets a little too much hate, but like that opening scene is so vicious and fast paced, and um, I remember it used to play like on FX a lot, like when we were younger. That movie scared the shit out of my younger sister specifically that opening scene because apparently apparently why that opening scene is so good is because like the same dude directed it and then he he was just like i'm out after that scene like you know it was like a different guy or whatever yeah but i love i straight up uh yeah i i love that also i have one i have one small funny uh story about audition oh yeah so I, it was when I first made Letterbox. like I, I wasn't, I don't know why I was so like against making a Letterbox or whatever.
1: Yeah, I did try to, I just, I'm so worried about catching up. That's my problem is like. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I like, I don't use it as much as I would like to, but it's great to just, you know, keep track of things or whatever. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I post on my story that I have like a Letterbox, and you know, like where it says favorites? Mm-hmm. So I put audition as like one of my favorites and like I threw it on the story and I want to say like an hour later, some girl replied to me, this movie made me throw up <laughs> and oh yeah, I didn't quite, I didn't quite know how to respond to that. I don't think I did. I was just like, I don't know what to say to that, but uh, <laughs> I after all this time, yeah, I, I still I still love that movie. I have a shirt, actually. Like I have like a bootleg that um a friend did.
1: Oh yeah! No, I have uh one as well. I think it was Studio House that did one. I don't this is where I bought one from. Which they pretty much do, you know, license and unlicensed shit. Every now and then they do some license, but most of their shit's bootleg as well. So it's like that seventy-two hour pre-order window type deal mm-hmm. that a lot of them do. Oh yeah! What's your uh? Did your friend like sell them online? You want to shout out his company name real quick?
0: Uh yeah yeah, it's uh called Restricted VR.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I follow him. He's done some sick shit. He did uh, some Resident Evil 2 shit like a little bit ago that was super awesome. And some Tony Hawk stuff, I think, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Also, funny enough, he uh, he did a 28 Days Later shirt because I, I pestered him about it. I was, a yeah. pain his, I was a pain in his ass and I'm like, make the shirt. And then he finally did it. <laughs>
1: fuck Yeah. Now He definitely doesn't have a lot of merch out there for sure. I only know like a few companies that did it and they were like, you know, they're low level people that, you know, did it for that reason. So. I must have missed the Resident Evil two one. I, I didn't see it honestly. Unless I'm mixing them with somebody else, but uh, I think I thought he did it a, a little while ago. But uh, or maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different Resident Evil if he did one for another Resident Evil game. You know, it might not been, have been two. So. I've been playing the uh, the four remake. Okay, do you like that? Uh, I haven't uh, I haven't picked up any of the uh, like recent remakes of games just because I, I want to wait until I can get the next gen and stuff and just pick them up on that. Right. Uh, what Dude. do you think about it though? Dude,
0: my, my ps4 is on its last leg trying to Same. load everything i like recently took it apart because it was just shutting off i cleaned out all the dust i went on youtube i looked up like how to take it apart and that thing is like a jet engine <laughs> even after cleaning all like the the mountains of dust that were in it it's on its last like this is going to be the last game that i uh i play on the ps4 but um yeah i love it straight up like the right way to do a remake
1: yeah, and I definitely want to check it out myself. And uh, that's what I got as well as a P4. I've heard... Uh... Uh, that's what i wanted was dead space was the last remake i went to pick up but then that's when i realized they didn't even make it for the ps4 so i was like fuck really uh or at least you know at least it didn't come out the same week you know because i try to pick it up like you know day one or whatever and um or like at least like the like the following week or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh it wasn't in the ps4 store like the playstation store at all for ps4 PS4. and then i couldn't find it on like amazon i was just gonna amazon it so i didn't have to pay like shipping because i got prime you know so i was like so hopefully I'll get, you know hopefully we'll all be able to upgrade soon. They'll price drop for us you know, that it's getting more oh, yeah. out there. But but hell yeah, uh you know you mentioned uh, you know quite a few of your favorites and even guilty p- pleasures. Have you seen anything recently? And by uh you know recently I mean like you know five to ten years that you really enjoyed. You know they don't have to really be necessary favorites, but you know maybe if you were making a list of like the last decade favorites, you know or something like that.
0: Yeah. So what's funny is that I actually I have a lot of trouble with the 2010s and like finding stuff that i really love i don't know what it is i don't know maybe it's like my attention span has maybe gotten shorter and i just can't sit down and fully invest myself in something but yeah there's been like a couple in in recent years that i've actually like i i just watched barbarian
1: fuck yeah i love barbarian would you uh i'm assuming that you dig it since you brought it up what did you think about that
0: yeah no i like it straight up Justin Long gotta be like one of my favorite scream queens yeah. of the uh, whole time at this point.
1: Hell yeah! No, he's definitely a scream queen and not a final girl because he always gets fucking guy at the end of the movies. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, straight up. I uh, I'm also like an OG like Jeepers Creepers like that's yeah. that's another one like I I, I love of, like that era. And then I saw um I saw Tusk also. Yeah, that was that was that was an interesting one.
1: No fuck yeah, and then uh. <laughs> Pretty much everything else he's done, you know, I'm just like, just, you know, shout him out. Like, you know, he did Strange Wilderness, which, you know, like a bunch of comedy shit. That's just so good that it's like uh, it's so hard to not like Justin Long as a person. You know, even when he does comedy, it's like good comedy. You know, it's not like uh, he does some like good like uh, even like the romantic comedy. He he does like romantic comedies. And even that shit's like the good romantic comedies. I don't know. It's like I feel like he knows how to pick a script. Of course, I'm sure he's done some shitty movies, but uh, there's one movie he did recently that I wanted to see that came out around the same time as Barbarian called House of Darkness. Uh, that he did with Kate Bosworth, which she's like currently dating and stuff. I I literally I actually just watched that like two weeks ago. What'd you think of that? Because I have been like I haven't I just didn't hear much about it, so I didn't check it out yet. But I
0: honestly I don't quite know. I kind of yeah, like <laughs> I,
1: I won't lie.
0: So I was watching it and then I like kind of was like drifting in and out of sleep. So I need to like go back and give it like a proper rewatch. Yeah, I, I know guess. what happens at, like at the end. Just because like I kinda I came back in. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I need to like get the uh I need to go back and get all the details and, and you know, re-soak it in.
1: Oh yeah. No, I've definitely done that before myself. I either doze off and then wake up for the end and be like, well damn, now I know the ending, or like uh like you said, you kinda get like caught up on your phone or something, you're like, Fuck, I missed the movie, but let me just see how the shit finishes up, you know. But... Not looking at my phone's pretty hard, I won't lie. Yeah. Especially if a movie gets boring, you know what I mean? Or, like, just isn't, like, it's taking a minute to get started, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Right. It's, it's easy to stay off of it. The movie grips you quick, but if it takes a minute to get going, like, once I start on my phone, it's hard to get back off of it and stay off of it, you know? But uh, that's why I like going to the theater, because obviously at the theater, I'll, like, stay off my phone completely. I just went and did a double feature a Thursday of Bo is Afraid and Evil Dead Rise, just because I was like, I want to see yeah. both of these movies. I want no spoilers, and I don't want to, like, be on my phone while I'm trying to watch them. So
0: I haven't seen any spoilers, but like I've had a couple of friends go and see stuff recently. Like, I, I've had friends that saw both movies and I'm hearing like, they're not giving away stuff, but they're like giving their thoughts. They're like, oh, I like this. I hated this, blah, blah, blah. And it's all mixed opinions, mixed oh, reviews. Yeah. So it, it's like, it, it keeps me at least in some state of wonder. So it's like, you know, I, I can at least go in with like a completely blank slate if everything's just completely mixed. But like, I'm so bad with keeping up with new stuff but i'll get i'll get around to it eventually
1: no i same here i'm pretty bad at it myself these are just two films that happen to come out the same week and i'm off on thursdays and since i'm like such a big fan of uh like they're pretty much like probably top three films like anticipated for the year for me so i was like i was i made it happen but now nah, they're still like i still want to see renfield that's been out a couple of weeks i wouldn't mind seeing super mario that's been like a month you know so. i won't
0: lie i've been i've been feeling to see that movie right I, I need movie. to i gotta see it but i i also really um just going back to uh, real quick to to uh, Bo and Evil Dead, Bo, I know nothing about, I know nothing at all. And everybody says there's a bunch of curveballs, but yeah. I heard I um, I actually do enjoy speaking of Evil Dead, I actually enjoy the Evil Dead remake.
1: Oh, yeah, same here. That was one that uh, is definitely one of my favorites of the remakes. We did a top five list a few months back, and that was like number three or four for me. I think it was four. What, what was the uh, what's the top five? Uh, my top five was uh, my number five was the hills have eyes um, I that with that. and then of course it was evil dead mm-hmm. um shit, i can't i'm trying to remember i know number two was suspiria and number one was dawn of the dead and then i really cannot remember my number three damn that sucks i don't know what I, I can't remember what my number three was i'm uh i'll try to think about it though but uh we what we did though is i will say is we made uh just to kind of put in this so that way you know that that's why they're left out of my list is we made a like a prerequisite that on our list uh, we couldn't put the thing or the fly because they're so beloved that like, it would be obviously number ones and twos for most people. So mm-hmm. we were like, we're not going to put that. We like, cause it was like three or four of us. So we, uh, we just didn't put those on our list that way. It wasn't, uh, up there, but I'm really fucking bummed. I can't think of what the other one was. I want to say it was something, uh, like semi-recent, but I don't know. I
0: totally forgot to, uh, add the original the thing to my, uh, my list. I don't know how I skipped over that. Honestly
1: yeah there's one of those like you said it's just like becomes so like so much of like an obvious one that like you almost like either forget to say it or like when you say it you kind of feel cliche saying it but exactly it's like cliche for a reason though like you know it's everybody loves it like i got it you know behind me as well so you
0: can't argue with greatness
1: right hell yeah so it's a fucking masterpiece and which i mean it sucks that it's a cult classic because you know like the critics hated it at the time but i think if we had the internet the way that we did you know the way that we do now back then i think that it would have caught fire quicker with like you know the same way barbarian did you know because if it would have been just the critics telling us to go see barbarian they would have probably been like what's this crazy piece of shit that turns into a comedy halfway you know like they would have yeah right right torn it apart but but speaking of barbarian is there any other ones that you wanted to uh shout out you know before moving into the like hypothetical stuff that you've seen
0: so i don't know i don't know how i feel about this movie either i saw that movie uh Hopefully I don't mispronounce it. Skinnamaric. Is that that how you say it?
1: Yeah, I think so. That's how I,
0: yeah. I, so I don't know how I feel about that one. So I got like, I got like 20 minutes in and like, I, I don't ever do this. I got up and I like took a break Yeah, I was just like, I don't know, like what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't know. I'm not like vibing with this. And I had a friend who was like, you know, like you need to, you know, turn off the lights. You know, everything needs to be silent. You need to totally immerse yourself.
1: Yeah, that's what I've and, heard too.
0: Like, you need to make it like an experience. And um, I also cheated a little bit. and I had subtitles on. Just because there's so much stuff you, you know, you would never hear in a million years if you didn't have the subtitles on. So yeah, I was just like, like, all right. Let me, some
1: shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, let me at least try to immerse myself, you know, and I still, I don't know, I, I still, I don't know, it might be bullshit, who knows, but that's, like, one of the other ones that I've just happened to see recently.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, that's one that I've kind of had, like, a little bit of interest in, but I wasn't super excited about, and then, like, once it came out, like, almost everybody was, like, this thing is, like, like, you had a few people that are like, this is a masterpiece, but like, almost everybody that I, like, usually chat with was like they fucking hated it so i was like well i'm not gonna waste my money trying to like get out and see it and then uh so i was like waiting for it to hit shutter but i'm with you i've heard that you have to like immerse yourself in it to actually enjoy it so i was like well i don't want to like i'm still gonna give it a chance by the end of the year because you know like doing this podcast of course i'll do like my top 10 of the year so i like to give everything a chance you know that way it could either fairly get thrown in you know um so i'm gonna try to watch it on shutter but i'm with you it's one of those that you gotta immerse yourself in and if i immerse myself in it and it's that boring i'm gonna fall fucking asleep so i don't want to uh like, uh, I don't want to waste my, you know, I don't want to like do that to it either, you know, and fall asleep and then have to rewatch it because then it gets even more boring rewatching it. And it's just, so uh, I'm with you. I want to give it a fair shot, but I just got to find the right time and like re- be on the, like, it's got to be like nine o'clock and I feel wide awake already. You know what I mean? I can't be like dozing off. And most nights I am by that time. So,
0: oh yeah, straight up. Like, my attention span's gotten way worse as I've gotten older. So if it's not like gripping me, I'm just, I'm out, you know, like it's yeah. just game over from there.
1: Nah, same here. That's why there's even movies that, like, even if I don't like them, I'm like, well, at least kept my attention the whole time. Like, uh, I just watched, because uh, I have Screambox for a little while, like, I did, like, a six-month thing, because a Terrifier 2 came out on it back in, you know, whenever. Oh,
0: yeah, that's, okay, so that's actually another one that I did watch this year. Fuck yeah, what'd you think about that one? Okay, so, I feel pretty, I feel pretty eh on All, All Hallows Eve. Yeah. I feel pretty, I feel kind of whatever about the, the first one, or, like, first one i guess just yeah. a terrifier i like the second one more than both of them Hell yeah i, I th- agree i think art the clown himself is so cool and he like he has the potential to be so like iconic i just think that uh the movie itself just wasn't doing him justice the kills yeah. are, are very cool though i, I will say that I the kills are dope and, like, there's something to be said for that, like, that, you know, you can get away with that. But overall, I would, I would say I like it. You know, All Hallows Eve and um, Terrifier, I'm like, you know, everybody was, was was talking up a storm about it. Everyone's like, this is amazing, this is great. And I went in, and I'm I'm sure I went, went in with, like, a little like, oh, like, let me see what, like, this is about. So yeah. I was a little doomed from the start, but I don't know, maybe that's what it is. I, I, I thought they were both pretty okay, but, like, the second one, it was definitely a step up, but like I actually, I actually enjoy that one.
1: Yeah, no, same here. The first one, uh, All Hallows Eve, actually like probably more than Terrifier, but still, I don't really think it's that great. I kind of just like some scenes in it, and like a couple parts are like act- like actually creepy. You know, like when like uh, I think that's the, like where it's like the friend's mom on the TV or whatever. And then like art's just upstairs, like just a couple like quick scenes where it's like a cut and like something happens or whatever. I don't even remember that movie that well. I might even be mixing it up with another like movie that's similar. But uh and then Terrifier was one that I watched the first time and I was like, damn, that had some gory shit in it. But like the story was so whatever, I'm never gonna watch it again. You know, like other than maybe to show somebody like the gory shit in it. You know what I mean? Like let's watch this yeah. stupid movie that we can talk over until the court. You know, until the kills happen. Yeah, but, uh,
0: the one, the one where she gets like you know like the one that she gets cut like directly in half oh yeah the like, down the, the, oh the... yeah, yeah that, like that one that one was great and um yeah it's like you said the story is just pretty whatever and like
1: he's yeah. he, he such one. a cool
0: uh he's such a cool character and has such like potential and they're, they're just not doing him justice so yeah I don't know, who knows what they'll they'll do with him
1: now two is the best crack at it so far and it, uh I'm hoping that, you know, it only gets better from there because then, you know, hopefully one day it'll, you know, grow into, you know, quite a good movie. Hopefully so. But oh, and then I was just mentioning pretty much when we start talking about Terrifier 2, you know, I was mentioning Screenbox I just wanted to mention that movie, The Outwaters. I don't know if you've seen that one as well, but uh, that was a found footage film that I really didn't really I'll be honest. I don't really like, but I will recommend it because it kept me intrigued the entire time it's kind of crazy and some people do like it so it's uh i still recommend it as a like a one-time watch if you ever get the chance to but i definitely would recommend wait for streaming you know hit something that you have already have streaming you know i wouldn't get screen box just for that but
0: yeah yeah no i i actually i haven't i have not actually heard of it honestly
1: yeah
0: found footage is also kind of a it's also one that i'm not like crazy i think like yeah, you definitely probably won't like it (laughs) so like like the generic answer i guess but like blair witch is like the it's just like like this is it like i don't think anybody's gonna really probably do it better or whatever but i you know if if you're telling me that it's gonna keep my attention i can you know that's good enough for me you know
1: yeah well if you want to actually good found footage movie that'll keep your attention and especially since you like foreign films and stuff as well i really recommend gongium haunted asylum have you ever seen that
0: yeah okay so crazy enough i had a friend he's probably like my only friend that i talk, you know uh movies with yeah he actually he actually recommended me that and um i just i for whatever reason maybe just like touring or whatever i just never got around to it
1: yeah no, it's one that you definitely got to like pay it, you know, because you got to read the subtitles all the whole time. So it's one that you definitely got to be able to like pay full attention to. So I could see where you wouldn't want to watch it on the road or nothing like that, you know, where oh, like, yeah. some, some stuff you could watch, you know, and kind of just like still, you know, get what's going on because you can hear it, you know, if you're not looking at it or whatever and stuff. But...
0: Yeah, that's the, the last thing I need is watching a movie and uh, someone break checking me yeah. at, at three in the morning. That's the last thing I need. I'm
1: good on that one, <laughs> right? There you go. But hopefully, I'll get around to it eventually. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely recommend it for sure. But. Oh yeah. Uh, so pretty much, you know, in the back, I like—I usually say half, but I like to. Uh, I mean, the back third of the show, I like to ask a few hypothetical questions, and there's just some real quick ones that mix the music and movies. The first one being, if somebody approached you guys and wanted to make a music video for you with, you know, of course, no budget because it's hypothetical, and they wanted it to be a short film version of one of your favorite horror movies, just remade into a music video featuring you and the guys in the band. Uh, what movie would you choose, and how would you recreate it uh, featuring you and the rest of the guys?
0: Okay. I'll probably I'll, I'll go I'll go Texas Chainsaw just because it's okay. got a, it's got a, you know it's got a, a nice group uh a nice group of kids and um you know that's just the uh I feel like Spanos would be a great Leatherface. face. <laughs> oh Spanos, yeah. Spanos. So um Spanos is our bassist yep. and he's before, actually here
1: recommending me uh Oh really? Yeah.
0: So prior to Coyo he did wrestling. Oh, yeah. And he was great at it. He was a he was a star. So I think he could really sell a Leatherface very, very well.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be fucking awesome for sure. And then, of course, like uh, you said, it's one of the perfect I think uh, it's Texas chainsaw is a quintessential traveling group of kids movie, you know, because you got all these other ones where yeah. they go know, somewhere in, in right? the van. Yeah, like everywhere else, they're showing up to Camp Crystal Lake or they're, you know, falling asleep at on Elm Street, you know, or they live in Woodsboro, you know. This is the first right, one where right. it's like they're always, like, showing up to something, you know, like, a and you see them showing up. You know what I mean? Like, part of the movies are always the traveling, you know.
0: So. Oh, yeah. Funny enough, I've actually, so um in a, in a different band, while we were out on tour in Texas, we actually stopped at the gas station. And, like, we, we did Fuck pictures. Yeah. We did the whole, you know. We we did the whole song and dance. We were in there. We like we bought t shirts. My uh, my roommate was with us too. It was great. It was it was so much fun. And it's like a barbecue spot now.
1: Yeah, No perfect perfect thing to turn it into for sure. <laughs> No, and then uh, of course the my second hypothetical question, and pretty much my last of the two hypothetical questions are: uh, if you were ever given the opportunity to score a horror film, is that something that you'd be interested in? And then, of course, with this being a hypothetical question, if given the opportunity to choose the subgenre, uh, what subgenre would you like to score? Whether it be slasher, you know, sci-fi, zombie, or you know anything else,
0: I would love to. I mean, I don't yeah. know if. Um, well, funny enough, I think uh, a really quick side note the um the theme song that plays over i think i can't remember if it's 28 days later or 28 weeks later they got some like it's like the they got some like heavy power chords going on yeah and it's like it's super simple it's like the da 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 and it's just like it's super it's super simple it's just like you know distorted guitar and it's yeah. like okay i could do that literally anybody could do that so i will say yes to that and then <laughs> If I had to choose like what subgenre, I think I would probably go with creature.
1: Fuck yeah. Like a just like a bomb ass creature feature.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um kinda uh my whole friend group actually I'm I'm the only person who likes this movie. And I think it's one of the dopest more like I say modern, but it's a two thousands movie. Yeah. I'm like the only person in my friend
1: group that likes the descent yeah the movie fucking rules how (laughs) that's crazy
0: i love i love the descent i i don't i i don't understand the the hate i think it's dope i think it's a you know not like like a good scare you know they're vicious they're ripping you know those girls apart down there
1: um and people have like ripped off the creature design now but like back when that creature design came out it was like so cool to kind of throw back to Nosferatu, but be the first one to do it in a long time like you know what i mean
0: Oh yeah. No, but I, I
1: definitely would probably, I'd probably pick creature. I think I, I think I gravitate
0: more towards creature just generally, but yeah. um, yeah. Uh, my, my whole friend group uh, hated that movie.
1: <laughs> now the cool thing about creature feature is like, you get to create kind of like a theme for the creature, you know, every time the creature starts to show up or, you know, something like that, you know, like uh, it would be like the unique, the most unique part of the score. Cause you know, like every time you, you know, you listen to the score, of course, you always remember, like usually, like you could probably pick up, like, oh, this is from this movie or whatever. But there's always one part that's like, oh, this is the theme for that movie, you know? That would that would almost kind of like uh, intertwine with that, you know? Having a theme for the monster would be the actual like most popular song for from the score. So, but kind of like you said with the uh, the electric guitar when it kicks in, and um, I think it's 28 days later. I think you were right. It's the first one, and then because the rest of the movie it's a lot of like just acoustic guitar. So when it really kicks yeah, in, with, the, yeah. like the distortion of like electric guitar, you could really feel the. Uh, like difference in like the you know the tension like build up and shit like that. So,
0: oh yeah, straight up, I actually I actually learned it. Funny enough, fuck yeah, like, <laughs> after seeing it because I was just like, there's no way. Like I was just curious, like what it was. Yeah, and that's like when I was like also just kind of learning guitar too. Yeah, like I was like thirteen or fourteen when I started playing guitar, and um, I was just like, I wonder what they're playing, and like I look, I found the tab for it. Like somebody tabbed it out, and it's. You know it's a four chord song so it's just like all right well anybody could do this so yeah you know what i could definitely score a movie
1: okay yeah. no definitely i know exactly uh what you mean sometimes you like it seems overwhelming and then when you like listen to the score isolated you're like wait a minute that's all that it is you know what I, mean? like, I could do that shit but hell yeah but pretty much my last question i like to ask all my guests is uh do you have a horror story of your own and you know it could be something that was scary as shit to happen to you either on the road in your personal life or if you have a paranormal story if you're a believer in that kind of stuff you're more than welcome to share that kind of story as well
0: so we we only i don't know what it is so i hear like bands of having like these paranormal encounters all the time and we've gotten pretty uh i don't know maybe the word's lucky just because we all like our sleep you know we all uh just knock out pretty immediately we've only had one run and so we were staying with uh a friend of the band I think we were in Pittsburgh, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we get there like pretty late and, uh, it's like probably two or three in the morning in like very typical fashion. So we pull up, you know, we're all like dead tired. We walk inside and then we go downstairs to his basement. And like right before, you know, we go to sleep, he's like, by the way, uh, a woman killed herself in that room. And we're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you know like uh it's uh it's like a basement that's kind of like, like subdivided by like a like a cloth like you can kind of go through the cloth and like you're in the other room yeah but um you know it's like a one big basement and so we're in we're in like the furnished area and i think i think he's talking about like like the the closed up the closed off area if you will yeah and so he's like yeah by the way so a woman yeah a woman killed herself over there so if you hear anything, just know, it's the woman that killed herself.
1: And so, you know,
0: everyone's, uh, you know, like like half of us are laughing. And then, like, a few of us are kind of like, like oh, shit. Yeah. And so I want to say it was me and Sal that were on cots that were, like, right next to, like, the other section of the room. And everybody's dead asleep. I'm, like, a light sleeper, so it takes me a little while to knock out. Yeah. And so all of a sudden... We hear like these three loud bangs. Like it, it sounds like somebody took like a baseball bat to a pipe. It's just yep. like bang, bang, bang. And me and Sal at the same time, like Undertaker, you know, sit up from our slumber.
1: Brothers and... of destruction and that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. No, we, we, Undertaker rise up and we look at each other. And Sal, you know, he's looking at me. He's like, Do you hear that? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. And, um, that was it that (laughs) there's no like crazy climax to this story that's just that's it you know the next morning we woke up we're like yeah like we heard uh these giant bangs and he's like yeah that happens it's the woman that killed herself
1: (laughs) there would have been no waking up for me i would have never went to sleep i'd have like the rest of that story is uh, i stayed out watching dave Chappelle's show for six hours (laughs) a little a little comfort if you will yeah something to just laugh it off hopefully but no, that's fucking wild, man. I'd be scared of sh- as soon as he said somebody killed herself, and I'd be like, "Oh, so you got room in your room then?" <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it, it already uh, set the vibe. Yeah, I was, I was, I have like one of those, um, I have like one of those like cocoon sleeping bags, like like the full body where like it like wraps around your head, and like Harold makes fun of me for it all the time. That's like uh that's like a, we're gonna zip it up all the way, kind of night. Yeah, we're just chilling. We're we're not we're not fucking around. We're just we're laying in that uh cocoon and uh nothing
1: can get me there shit that seems more terrifying though because like then all of a sudden you see a silhouette coming by you like walking by in the middle of the night oh like a horror movie right there like i can imagine it like the pov from inside the sleeping bag <laughs> well you know what life
0: is great and uh <laughs> no regrets and uh that's all she
1: wrote i might have just fucked up if you ever doing that again though you're gonna be in, in the future You're gonna like cocoon it you're gonna be like wait a minute <laughs> like start thinking about that no, man, that's also, uh, well, now you know, it's not awesome that it happened. It's probably scary shit, but it's, you know, awesome that you you know, got to experience stuff like that. I've, you know, like you said, it's, you you hear about a lot of beings that have, like, a lot of experiences, which I will say on the show, you know, like, this is, uh like, we're almost, like, probably around episode 190 that we're recording, and I've had quite a few paranormal, but some of the scariest shit is definitely, you know, the non-paranormal stuff. Like, some guy, some hobo had a head, a decapitated head in a brown bag one time, you know, and held it out to pete from sick of it all and shit like that oh my
0: god yeah, I, was, I, I was about to say i mean i i know generally speaking that story's pretty like whatever oh no it's fucking scary but... me.
1: like i'd shit myself like i like i said i would not sleep <laughs> just because it's like i don't experience this stuff you know what i mean so if i did experience it it would be fucking
0: i feel yeah. like i hear way more about it like back in the day like I, I i remember like reading about a story about like when gb went over to like uh somewhere in europe i think like germany yeah and like i remember reading something about that but like i feel like i don't know as many bands that have like haunted experiences nowadays i feel like it was i feel like i every time i read about it it was always bands from the past
1: yeah or like bands like when they were overseas where like the buildings are way older and shit like that you know what i mean stuff like that. yeah
0: yeah everything i read tends to be like europe like like we were in germany you know at this house you know wherever and whatever happened yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe when we go to Europe in the uh, this summer, I'll come back with a uh, a story for you.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Got to let me know, man. And then uh, I was gonna say uh, I gotta f- I'll have to listen back to the episode to see what venue it is. But there's a certain venue that just like it was one of my just recently released episodes. So I'll double check and let you know. But there's a venue that right across the street is the hotel where Dahmer murdered that one guy. Not we we played.
0: Uh, it's the uh, the rave.
1: yeah Raven milwaukee yeah yeah we've played there
0: we've played there twice it has like the the haunted pool too
1: oh yeah hell yeah or
0: or whatever i i don't remember if the pool's haunted but like something something in that building yeah yeah something about the the uh the basement's haunted but yeah Yeah. that that hotel's there oh yeah we 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 did a nice uh we stared at it and then (laughs) we went um next door to the mcdonald's and had the best meal of our lives
1: <laughs> you're like we'll think about I'm not it even, from here
0: <laughs> i'm not even kidding you that mcdonald's in milwaukee was probably the best mcdonald's we've ever had Fuck i don't yeah. know what it was shout out that mcdonald's
1: A shout out milwaukee d's instead of the mcd's no. straight up oh <laughs> yeah that's awesome for sure but and uh you know congrats on going to the uk again uh fleshwater is awesome they one of uh, my favorite like uh, bands I just heard about recently, you know what I mean? So like I oh, yeah, just start checking them out. So
0: they're the homies. They they put out an LP. I forget it. I forget when at this point, but they've had an LP out for a little while. They're yeah. The homies, they're great. They're all great at what they do, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm excited to be over in Europe with friends, just because the uh, the last time we went over, uh, we didn't know anybody prior, but like we, we went out with um Silverstein, Census Fail, and Comeback Kid, and like they were all great.
1: Fuck yeah that's but, awesome yeah you know,
0: we, we just met them for the first time but going out with people you know we've known for x amount of years i'm sure is gonna be just wonderful
1: yeah no, that's awesome for sure and no all those dudes are great uh i've had uh josh from silverstein was on the show and then fucking uh damn i had somebody from since failing can't remember i can't remember uh it was a guitar player gavin yeah gavin was oh it? yeah yeah, yeah sorry took me a second i was like fuck what was his name (laughs) because it's it's been like three years you know he's like one of my earlier guests but uh i even like reached out to y'all uh y'all way earlier but usually i reach out to the band page and then later on reach out to the members and stuff like that and uh so i reached out to the band page forever ago and then when i didn't hear nothing recently i was like fuck i want to get more pop punk people on that i like listen to and stuff like that so i was like let me uh reach out to some of the members pages and that's how i got up like i told you i hit up i just saw the first one i found was uh spanos so when i hit him up he was like actually tj loves horror movies he's like you should hit him up he'd be down so I, that's why i reached out to you so
0: yeah but, i think Sp- i think spanos was telling me he's like yeah he's like i know like three scary movies ever so <laughs> maybe he's like yeah maybe i shouldn't do this one
1: oh yeah well no man i appreciate you for coming on the show man it was a blast chatting with you and you know you're always welcome to come back on and we can you know pick more specific horror topic like a subgenre or you know director and just you know kind of dive into it a little bit if you want you know something that you uh, you know, whenever you're feeling, you know, whenever you're home from tour and you know just got some time to kill and want to chat horror movies, just hit me up. So,
0: yeah, it was it was fun. Thank you, thank you for uh for having me. It was good.
1: Oh yeah, of course, man. And I look forward to the new record and enjoy y'all's uh tour. And I'm sure you'll be on the road for a while, so you'll be sick of oh it. never after a never while. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it's always uh you you have those nights where you really really wish you were in your bed when you when you when you're laying next to Sal, you know, yeah. pinned between. Uh, you know part of the bend the wall sweat but, like uh, leather face really, <laughs> oh yeah you really wish you were home some nights but uh yeah no um you yeah, know touring touring with koi was honestly a blessing uh oh, yeah. everybody's awesome You know, we have a lot of fun, and I can't wait to be back
1: out. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week. That's going to be our monthly roundtable episode. And my co-hosts, John Wren, Travis Bennington, and Phil Vibes and I will be diving into the Hellraiser franchise, and we'll be joined by the one and only Rob Jabazz, writer and director of The Sadness. So check back next week for that. Go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates on the podcast, as well as Horror Movie Trivia Night and other things. Don't forget you can sign up for the Patreon if you like. The link for that is in the description, or you can just rate or subscribe. That's highly appreciated. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and stay safe.